Good morning, family, and uh, it's such a privilege to pray on the last day of, um, of, 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 of Women's Month that we've been celebrating in church. We would have much rather have everyone in our building and celebrate it together, but um, perhaps we will do that next year. But next month, I want to remind you, we're going to have Men's Month, and I want you to to tune in also we will have our prayer meetings on Wednesday Wednesdays obviously everything would be virtually uh, online and etc but watch our social media watch our websites and um, watch our whatsapp group and we will tune in to all those we will keep you updated to all of that but to all the women who has been preaching so faithfully to all the women who's been serving in this area of women's month no matter where you serve god bless you thank you thank you thank you so so much for serving in this in this area of ministry even if it's online uh, leading the the prayer coming to preach here thank you so much for your willingness and we are looking forward to what god will do in our church the coming next year but this morning I want to talk to you about when favor looks, does not look like it's supposed to. When favor does not look like it's supposed to. You see, in much of the church today, there is such a wrong impression created about what the favor of God is. You know, we, 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 we see the favor of God as sunshine and roses. We see it as open doors. We see it as, 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 as prosperity. We see it as all these things. And yes, to a certain extent, that might be true. But when I read the Bible, uh, I see a whole different view of what favor is. And this morning I want to talk to you, to women, to men out there that's seeking after the favor of God, that wants to be in the favor of God, but don't feel that they are actually in God's favor at this point in time with what's going on in the world. I want to speak to you this morning and to show you publicly what the favor of God can also look like. Because currently we are focusing on the prosperous side of the favor of God, the good side, the sunshine, the roses of the favor of God. And yet there's another side of God's favor, which we don't preach much about, which we don't teach much about, because it's not a popular theology in church about the favor of God. So we'll, so we'll be looking at two characters this morning. We'll be looking at two characters this morning. First is Mary, mother of Jesus. And secondly, we will look at Jesus' life. So my question I propose to you this morning is, what if the favor of God means something totally different than what we have grown it accustomed to? What if the favor of God means closed doors? What if the favor of God means being martyred for your faith in Jesus Christ? What if the favor of God means you go and sleep hungry at night because you refuse to pay a bribe to get a business deal? What if the favor of God comes in a form of people looking down on you and gossiping behind your back and spreading lies about you? What if the favor of God does not look favorable to the believer in the first place? Think about this. Think about it for a moment. What does being favored really mean according to the Bible? Is having favor really about being financially secure 
and having a lot of material things? Can I be more favored than my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ based on my giving and my involvement in the church? Today we will change the cart upside down. Today I'm going to challenge you biblically. The Bible will challenge you of what the favor of God actually look like. And two key figures we'll be looking at. Number one, Mary, the mother of Jesus. Number two, we will be looking at Jesus' life and see how they experienced the favor of God. Please turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 35. It's a, I'm only going to read um, the first two verses, 26 to 27. It's a very renowned scripture. It's about the birth of Jesus. Uh, chapter 2 uh, verse 26 in the sixth month of the in the sixth month the angel gabriel was sent from god to a city of galilee named nazareth to a virgin betrothed betrothed to a man whose name was joseph of the house of david and the virgin's name was mary and he came to her and said now this is what the angel said he said greetings o favored one the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with the Lord. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with the Lord. Firstly, we need to understand, in order to understand what's happening and, and, and with the favor that's upon Mary and the favor that she found with the Lord, I mean, this, this is the kind of favor that many of us seek after, but when we receive it, we don't know we have it because we think favor is something totally different. Now, let's, uh, let's look at the cultural context of where Mary was in. When this happened, Mary was probably, be, uh, probably very young. She did not come from a wealthy family. Mary lived in Galilee, with, which, uh, which bordered upon the heathen countries, and that was called Galilee of the Gentiles, predominantly a Gentile-influenced area. She was already promised to, to marry Joseph. So it, it is safe to say that with regards to Mary's socio-economic situation, it did not seem that there was any favor upon her or upon the village that she lived in. Nowhere it is recorded that Mary's family had a thousand camels and cattle on a thousand hills and are like in, in, in the case of Job. They were just an ordinary Jewish family going about their ordinary everyday business. It is within this context that the angel appears to Mary and greets her with the following. I want to repeat this. He says, greetings you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Now, if I was in Mary's shoes at that point in time, I would also get a shock because first of all, why is there an angel appearing right in front of me? And secondly, why is he telling me that I am highly favored with God and that God is with me? My question would be, it's like, hello, have, have God perhaps taken a look at Mary's life? Has God perhaps taken a look at a socio-economical situation? 
socio-economically, they did not even seem to be favored as the world would call it. They were poor. They lived in the desert. It was hard for them to earn a day's wages to buy bread. She's getting ready to get married. She was a devoted Jew, but that, that, that was all that, that there was it to it. Why would God send an angel to her? Think, I think Mary didn't even see herself as a highly favored person. They were part of perhaps the, 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 the David's line of family, but they didn't get any recognition regards to that. They did not even live like the royal family they were part of. The Bible does not mention that her family was in a position of power, of wealth. They lived in the outskirts of Galilee. But God said, you have found favor with God. And she will conceive a son and she must call him Jesus. Yeah, I can just imagine the shock and the anxiety overwhelming her because in her mind she knows there doesn't seem like there is favor upon her life. We see Mary is overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, her, 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 her reputation as a virgin has no more credit in the eyes of the villagers. We see in the book of Matthew that Joseph wanted to leave her in secret. And an angel had to appear to Joseph telling him not to leave Mary. Luke tells us that the baby was born in a manger. They didn't even have a place, a proper place to go and give birth to the baby. Everywhere they went, the doors were closed. He was wrapped in swaddling cloths because there was no room for them at an inn. Does that still look like favor to you? Now Herod, is, now Herod is looking for a young child in order to kill him because it was told to Herod there's another king coming and they had to flee from their own country to Egypt. Does that still look like favor to you? From Egypt they fled to Nazareth and I still don't see any fancy planes, soldiers or angels or nothing as Mary is carrying the Son of God inside of her. Does that still look like favor in today's world? Fast forward a few years and the same woman, favored by God, sees her son suffering and then dying on a cross. This favored woman. If this had to happen in the lives of one of our children, would we still think that the favor of God is upon that person? Family, again I ask you today, is this what the favor of God looks like? Do you think this was ever Mary's perception of what the favor of God would look like? Does this change our perception yet of what the favor of God looks like? Did God change His mind and take His favor away from Mary? Didn't he provide to, for Mary as he promised he would? The favor of God does not look the way we think it is. Just looking at this, I think the Bible through the life of Mary just established to us that in order to have favor with God, 
you do not need to be in a position of power. Let me repeat this. In order to have favor with God, you do not have to be in a position of power. You do not have to have experience. Uh, uh, um, um, you do not have to have expensive material possessions. It does not reflect God's favor upon our lives. Just because you drove a broken car and did not wear expensive clothes and, 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 and did not eat expensive food and did not go to the restaurant as often as you would or could, that does not mean God's favor is not upon your life. Just because you had to close down some of your businesses, just because things didn't work out during the pandemic, that does not mean that all of a sudden, God's favor upon your life is taken away because we need to remember one thing about God's favor. It is not dependent upon our circumstances, but God's favor is dependent upon God and not upon where we are in. So even if I find myself in trouble, even if I find myself in a place where my circumstances does not look like God's favor is with me, I am still favored by God because I am His son, I am His daughter, I am His child point he is my provider let us look at the life of Jesus for a moment and we see now Jesus is the son of God let's see at the son of God Jesus's mission was to come and reconcile all of humanity with God he is the son of God so he had favor with God but was his life on earth all sunshine and roses? Was Jesus' life on earth all sunshine and roses? We see the way he came into the earth and went out the earth and the suffering between we, between uh, uh, the, the suffering, we realized the way he suffered. That that was done after, under God's favor. Because remember, he's the son of God. In the garden of Gethsemane, he was praying that the Lord should take away the bitter cup. But still, let the Father's will be done. Does that look like God's favor? He knew when he was going to die. But does that look like God's favor? He did not even spare his own son from suffering and death, even though his favor was with him. And here we see the angel of the Lord appearing to Mary, giving her a mission. And in the same breath, he tells her that the Lord will be with you. Family, we must never confuse God's favor with the material things of this world. He never promised us expensive things and this and that and, and back and forward or uh, 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 big houses and cars by what? we own equals his favor upon our lives it is as if a great part of the church has been confused with what the favor of God really is and so many believers has lost heart along the way because of their mis uh, misperception of what the favor of God really looked like and if we do get to what we and we and if we do get what we ask for we think that God has given us favor but what then is favor really according to the Bible? Favor is a commission and the assurance of God's presence <laughs> with you. Favor is, the is a commission 
meaning a command and the assurance of God's presence with you. In Acts chapter 1 verse 4, he commissioned them to not go out of Jerusalem until they have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In Matthew chapter 28 verse 19 and 20, Jesus commissions his disciples to go out and make disciples and then promise them that he will be with them till the end of the age. That is the favor is God's presence. He never promised them a nice house and families and cars and comfort and luxury. He just promised them that He will be with them. And that is what the favor of God is. Mary ends the conversation with the angel by saying that she is the Lord's servant. May it happen to her as the angel has said. Mary knew that in the next season of her life, she will have many complications with regards to the commission she received from the Lord. But because God is with her, may it be with her as the Lord pleases. Family, we must never make the mistake of confusing favor with comfort. Favor is God entrusting us with His mission and then being with us throughout our mission. Let me say this again. Favor is God entrusting us with His mission and then being with us throughout this mission. Favor entails having a purpose and it consists of God's presence being with us. God's presence empowers us to do His purpose. And with His purpose, His presence comes His guidance. This promise for us is not only for now, but it is for an eternal purpose. God's favor upon our lives listen to me you are a child of God you are adopted into God's family no one can ever take you from God's hand he promised that he will be with you to the end of days that means because his presence his Holy Spirit is with you his favor will be upon you. Even if through the world's eyes, it might not look like His favor is upon you. But He promises, there where His presence is, there His favor will be. Maybe you are sitting at home at the moment and, and your life is a mess. You lost your business because of COVID. You lost your job, your income because of COVID. You go to sleep hungry. And you feel that God had forsaken you and that you have no favor upon your life because look at your situation. I want to remind you that He promised that He will never leave you nor forsake you. I want to remind you that God's favor doesn't mean sunshine and roses, but God's favor means that His presence is with you. Remember God's presence was with, was with Jesus and look at how his life ended up. But because of Jesus, we need to look at the bigger purpose. Because of Jesus' life, he had to die so that we can have access to the Father. He didn't have sunshine and roses, but he gave us access to the Father. Look at Mary. Mary had favor with God and she gave birth to Jesus Christ. And perhaps you are sitting in a situation where you don't see the favor of God. I want to ask you, Ask God, Lord, what is the bigger picture? What is the big picture you want, to, you want me to see through this? In 
terms of the favor with God. He promised that He will be with you. Don't make the same mistake as the world makes by thinking when all is well, God's favor is upon you. But look to Jesus. Think about what He went through. And even though He went through hardship because of God's favor was upon Him, He did not forget about God. As a matter of fact, He held more tight unto God because God's favor was upon Him. Because of Jesus, all of us now have favor for God. I want to say, and this is my last sentence I want to say, is don't wait for your situation to change. Start seeking God's face. Start praying and fasting if you must. And ask God to show you where His favor is in your life because you cannot see because of your situation. And take courage that God's favor according to the Bible means God's presence being with you his presence is with you he's the bread of life because you have the bread of life in your life his presence is with you he is enough to sustain you through where you are going let me pray for you father we come to you in the name of jesus Bring each and every person before your throne this morning who's sitting in a situation where they feel, God, your favor is not upon their lives. Father, I pray that you would reveal your presence in their lives in the name of Jesus. I pray that you would raise up your church to have confidence in your presence once again in the name of Jesus. That even though we look at our situation and our circumstances and it looks dire because we have God's presence in our lives, Lord, we will hold on to that. We will hold on to you. We will hold on to your promise that your word says you will never forsake us nor leave us. And Lord, we thank you that you are God and that you are good and that your presence is with us no matter what our situation looks like. And we hold on to that. Come and stir the faith of your people. Come and touch your people. Come and edify your people again this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, Amen. God bless you. God keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and may he give you peace until we meet again. Amen.